Hello and welcome back to episode three of Say the Magic Word, a Captain Marvel Shazam podcast. My name is John Wilson. This podcast is a journey through all of the early adventures of Captain Marvel in his 1940s incarnation. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Whiz Comics number three. Cover dated April 1940, but released around February 23rd. Now, I say this is issue number three. It is the third issue of Whiz Comics that was published. However, the Indicia is still counting from that action, uh, that Ashcan issue. And so it says volume one, number four on the inside. It's worth pointing out that Fawcett did advertise actual dates of sale in their comics, and so February 23rd is confirmed as the on-sale date from the back cover of the Master Comics issue number one. The cover for this issue somewhat relates back to the previous story with Captain Marvel on the wing of a military plane, grabbing the propeller on the wing and pulling it back, wrenching the wing in the process. This wing is going to come off. This propeller is going to come off. These pilots are definitely going down. And on the bottom right, it says make way for Captain Marvel, which is the closest thing we have to a title for this issue. Last issue, we saw the first meeting between Captain Marvel and his nemesis, Dr. Savannah. And in this issue, Billy Batson is receiving an anonymous news tip. Professor Xerxes Smith is planning a rocket flight to planet Venus. Wonderful news story. Suggest you go see him. He lives in Bel Air. Signed, a friend. Now, again, this is written in cursive. It is the exact same cursive handwriting as the note that the president of the United States received from Savannah in the previous issue. However, it could just be Bill Parker's handwriting because I keep forgetting to give the credits for these issues. And this one was written by Bill Parker and drawn by C.C. Beck. Bill Parker is the writer for all of these early issues of Captain Marvel. He is confirmed as being the writer through issue 14 or 15 of Wiz Comics. After that, we do not have writer credits on the issues that are known by the various internet sources that catalog these things. So did Bill Parker continue to write? We do not know. However, this series is his first comics work. It looks like he wrote and colored the issues with C.C. Beck doing the pencils and inks. This is also Beck's first uh, comics work, except for a one-page gag comic in a previous issue of popular comics for Dell. Captain Marvel will be the only work that either of them does for some time to come, with the exception of some occasional covers that C.C. Beck will do later for various other features published by Fawcett. However, as far as story credits go, he's only doing Captain Marvel each month. So Billy Batson decides to investigate this Professor Xerxes Smith, and he finds him in an out-of-the-way village. And the door is answered by a little shriveled, glasses-wearing, bald person with a gigantic bush of a beard. The eccentric Professor Xerxes Smith has a beard out to here, and Billy Batson is uh, would like to see his rocket ship. Now, Professor Smith is not too keen on visitors. 
but he does begrudgingly allow Billy to see the rocket that he has propped up on a stand in the backyard. Billy would like to go with Professor Smith to Venus, but Professor Smith says, not a chance, I'm going alone. Now, let's take into account that we have fuel concerns. We have mass propulsion concerns. How much is on this ship is a very important thing to keep track of when you're calculating what kind of velocities you need to achieve in order to get to Venus. But none of this matters because when the rocket ship zooms away, Billy is aboard. Thanks for letting me come, Professor. I was a fool to get in. But remember, no broadcasting until we get there. Okay, now, Billy Batson only has a backpack antenna. And sure, it's a really good antenna for a walking boy of some 10, 12 years of age. But as far as broadcasting from another planet, I don't think that's going to be happening very successfully. But of course, maybe things were different in 1940. Maybe that antenna has a lot more power than I expect. In any case, 30 million miles later, they reach Venus, and there's trees, and there's vegetation, and there's a giant Venusian dragon charging at them. Run for the rocket ship! We can't make it! This is a job for Captain Marvel, and right there in front of Professor Xerxes Smith, Billy Batson speaks the magic word, Shazam! And changes to Captain Marvel, who leaps for the dragon's throat throttles that dragon desperately they battle until the dragon is dead or at the very least unconscious and lying on the ground but he really did squeeze that throat pretty tight i'm gonna guess that captain marvel just killed a dragon now professor xerxes smith is mystified but but you were a boy a minute ago and captain marvel mysteriously says someday i'll tell you about it maybe but suddenly a giant eagle drops a huge egg and it lands and it cracks open it does not have a a baby eagle inside? No, these eagles give birth to vicious monsters who scatter towards the um, the the visitors to Venus. Captain Marvel makes a joke, so they know about air raids here too. He uproots a tree. He bowls all the monsters over with his tree. But from the woods behind them, gigantic frogs spring on Captain Marvel and the Professor. Now these are not just any gigantic frogs. These frogs have hats, pointy hats sticking up from their heads. And belts, sash belts. So as they glomp towards the visitors, these are actually soldiers who take their captives to a glittering palace where the Empress of Venus awaits them. And in pure classic fantasy style, this Empress is wearing very little in the way of clothing, a long dress with a slit all the way up to the top of her hip, and a seductive leg sticking out. Her belly is bare. She is just lounging in whatever she wants to wear today, and her face is of course masked. So we've got some very classic fantasy apparel going on here. And the Empress of Venus is named Beautia. Queen Beautia gives a strange command to release the smaller one, the Professor. Thank you, Beautia. And the Professor Smith turns around and takes off his obnoxiously ridiculous beard to reveal that he is really Savannah, mad scientist of destruction and Captain Marvel's deadliest foe. Do you know who I am now, my young friend? <laughs> Savannah. This means, ladies and gentlemen, that Savannah now knows that Captain Marvel has an alter ego of a young child. Does he know the child's name? I don't know. It seems like he would because Billy Batson did receive this note. Now, did Savannah 
Donna already know that Billy Batson was Captain Marvel? Because he did, of course, send the note to Billy Batson, but maybe he just thought there was some connection from previous adventures. The frogs somehow securely fasten Captain Marvel to a pillar with super steel cables wrapping multiple times around his body and 50 ton weights holding them in place. Does he just let them do this? Does he just sit there and eat a sandwich while they tie him up? We do not know, but that is when Savannah reveals a diabolical plot. With her beauty and my brains, Queen Beautia and I will rule the earth. Queen Beautia takes off her veil and declares, I shall be Empress of America and the world. And then she then saunters over to Captain Marvel, sticks out her hip, and says, Of course, if you would care to be my emperor. Beauty's sinister beauty is affecting Captain Marvel like a powerful drug. Now let's just pause for a moment. Beautya does not seem to know that Captain Marvel is actually a young boy named Billy Batson. She sees a tall, dark hunk of muscular, heroic manhood, and she is very um, intrigued by this idea. Savannah is also intrigued by the idea of Captain Marvel becoming emperor with Beautya. It's a fine idea. Naturally, you would have to obey me, but Captain Captain Marvel is having none of this. No, I would rather die. And Savannah thinks it's a great idea too. You will. And Beautya does not like being shunned. You're a fool, Captain Marvel. We planned this to get rid of you anyway, my stupid friend. And now, goodbye. So this entire uh, jaunt to Venus, not only to pick up Beautya and take her back to Earth, but also to get rid of Captain Marvel in the process. Was Beautya even really the Queen and Emperor of Venus? The story continues to call her Queen Beautya, so I can only assume that she actually was the, the Venusian ruler. As they climb in the rocket ship and speed toward Earth, Beautya does, uh, of course, mourn the loss of her would-be lover. Too bad he was so handsome, but Savannah lasts. He won't be for long. So alone on Venus, Captain Marvel is facing death, a somewhat insectile lizard-like creature with tentacles coming out of its mouth approaches Marvel as he is tied to this pillar with these cables held in place by 50-ton weights. He wraps his tentacles around Marvel, but straining every muscle in his powerful body, Marvel breaks loose and knocks the great beast senseless. He grabs him by the tail. He whacks him against the pillar where he was just tied up. He says, we call that golf in America, pal. I'm not sure you know how golf is played, Billy. And it's 1940. It is very possible that Billy has never seen golf in action. But that's when the giant frogs attack again. Come on, you! But Marvel is ready for them. And with his fists, he bonks all of the frog guards on the nose, knocking them unconscious, knocking their tall pointy hats off of their head. And then, gifted with the wisdom of Solomon, Captain Marvel does math. I've got to get back to Earth. He builds a rock rocket ship exactly like Savannah's. I don't know what he builds it out of. Does Venus just have rocket parts lying around ready to be built at any moment? Did he get one of those model kits from Fan Home where they send you the bits every month so you can build your marble? your model over the course of many months? I don't know, but a thunderous explosion rocks the planet. Marvel sees the volcano and he takes off just as tons of boiling hot lava sweep down from the crater. Reaching Earth, the first place Marvel checks is the house where he had seen Professor Xerxes Smith, but Savannah and the beautiful Empress have vanished. He speaks the magic word, Shazam, 
and changes back to Billy Batson to find them. Now, time goes by. Billy cannot find uh, Savannah or Beautya until a week later when he attends the Empress of Beauty contest to broadcast the proceedings. The world's most beautiful girls are competing here today, folks. And Billy recognizes one of the contestants as Queen Beautya. Her sash says that she is Miss Venus, and the judges are drugged by her beauty, declaring her Empress of Beauty. Billy follows Butia to Savannah's secret laboratory where she's wearing her, her dress and a hat and she seems to have settled into Earth fashions very well. Well, I won. And now, Savannah says this is good. The first step. And now for the last and Savannah seems to really enjoy writing letters to the President of the United States. Dear sir, again I demand that you resign at once and turn America over to me. If you fail to do so, disaster will follow. And the President didn't even bother to answer his letter. Well, I'll show him. And he calls in Joe Spike. And he has a machine that's going to pump paralyzing gas all over America. One whiff and every man, woman, and child will be his slave. How is this machine going to send gas over the entire country? I don't know. 1940s science technology, y'all. We don't understand. It. It's beyond our limits. And you shall be their empress, Butia, With my brains to guide you, someday you will rule the world. And they open the gas valve on his command. And Billy thinks another five seconds it'll be too late. Shazam! And Captain Marvel returns. Savannah is shocked. It's him, Captain Marvel. And as the world's mightiest man goes to work, Beautia watches with hearts popping over her head. Marvel lifts 200-pound men with ease, knocking them into the wall, putting them to sleep. And as he finishes his fight and demolishes the gas machine, Marvel turns around to see they've gone. What's this? A note? He sees a hastily written note. Captain Marvel, in spite of everything, I think you're marvelous. You and I will meet again. Au revoir. Beautia. Now, it is worth pointing out, possibly, that this note is written in a different style of script than the professor's uh, note and Savannah's note written to the president. So the writer of the comic can do different kinds of handwriting. So when we see the handwriting in the future, maybe we can know who is writing our letters. In any case, though, Captain Marvel is, uh, <laughs> he is blushing. It is super cute. I wonder what she meant by marvelous. Well, I have no time to think about that. Shazam! And Billy Batson broadcasts another scoop, bringing you the inside details of a fantastic plot against your America and mine. Here's what happened. But we are left wondering, kids, where are Savannah and the beautiful Empress Butia? What sinister scheme are they planning next? Look for the answer in next month's thrill-tingling story of Billy Batson and his other self, Captain Marvel, exclusive in Whiz Comics. What would have happened if Captain Marvel had not saved of the day, every single one of us would have been paralyzed under the enslaving thrall of Savannah. Of course, we would have been able to live under the, I'm sure, benevolent rule of Empress Beautia, because we all know that every beautiful person always wants the best for everyone. There's no possibility she could be evil, is there? Or is she a good person? Is she an evil person? We will have to find out. Does she ever get to kiss Captain Marvel? We will have to find out. Does she find out that Captain Marvel is actually a child? And what does she do with this information? I do not know. All this will be held in future issues of Wiz Comics and on future episodes of Say the Magic Word. Thank 
thank you all for listening. Please send your comments to the postings at johnreadscomics.com or email johnreadscomics at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening to podcasts from johnreadscomics.com, and I will see you next time. <laughs>